Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, time's picking it up, let's go. Who the hell is he anyway, he never really talks much, never conserve status, but still even in starstruck, humble through opportunities, anybody know what this place is. This is Gettysburg. This is where they fought the Battle of Gettysburg. 50,000 men died right here on this field. Fighting the same fight that we're still fighting amongst ourselves today. This green field right here is painted red. Bubbling with blood, young boys, smoke, and hot lead pouring right through their bodies. Listen to their souls, man. They killed my brother with malice in my heart. Hatred destroyed my family. You listen. from the dead if we don't come together right now on this hollow ground we too will be destroyed just like that I don't care if you like each other or not but you will respect each other and maybe I don't know maybe we'll Learn to play this game like men. He works so hard, it seems like he's never got time. All right, Herman Boone to start the show off today. I love it. Denzel Washington's birthday today, and we will celebrate it throughout our three hours today. In addition to talking sports and visiting with some guests today, we welcome you to the zone on a terrific Thursday. We love a good short week. Hope everybody's off to a great start, getting reared up, geared up for the New Year's holiday, and we are looking forward to uh, some great sporting events coming up today. we got a football game kicking off right now, guys, out in Boston, Massachusetts, with the hometown Eagles of Boston College playing in that one. But we'll go through the lineup today, recap yesterday, look ahead to the NFL. We've got some reaction from previous games, look ahead to the upcoming games this weekend. And uh, we're going to talk to Devo in just a few minutes as well about Arkansas and UNC Wilmington this weekend. How we doing today, fellas? What's up? Oh, it's awesome, man. Got a little football on early in the morning. 10 o'clock start for SMU and Boston College at Fenway Park. SMU with just a uh, costly turnover. The quarterback fumbled, so Boston College stops the first drive. So we got football all day yesterday. I watched a lot of football yesterday. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was just the over the weekend and all the NFL and all the bowl games. I'm, I'm just sucked in now. And, uh, and, yep. and Fox had a game on last night. So, you know, might as well watch it while I'm sitting there at work. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed the games last night. Oklahoma State A&M, USC, and their quarterback that stepped in, Miller Moss. Are you kidding me? Six touchdown passes last night. Dude looked yep. outstanding. Is it a uh, coincidence or irony that the DirecTV Bowl on Fox cannot be watched on DirecTV because they're still in dispute? <laughs> That's irony. Um, Miller Moss, 23 of 33. Who needs Caleb Williams? 372 and a Holiday Bowl record six touchdowns mm. against one interception. There were four players who had the previous record of four touchdowns, including Jim McMahon, who was a Little Rock Touchdown Club and zone guest earlier this season. He led 
BYU back in a miracle 46-45 win back in 1980 against SMU. But it was Miller Moss taking center stage last night. And then you mentioned the A&M game, Wes. And how about you're already shorthanded. You lose, you know, so much. Your coach, coaching situation has changed. And then you lose your quarterback on the oh, first, first play, play of the game. And then, but man, how about Marcel Reed? He comes in and kicked butt last night. He was uh, a top-rated recruit in 23, one of the many that have been brought in there. Goes 20 of 33, 361, has an interception, but he ran for a score and ran for 29 yards. Played really well considering mm-hmm. he got thrust into action. I mean, so we've seen a number of quarterbacks, and that was the thinking, right, when we're talking about trying to handicap these bowl games. Well, you know, a lot of guys are out, coaches moving. It hasn't made a, a bit of difference in many cases, and who would have ever thought that USC would look like that offensively against a Louisville team that hangs its hat on the defensive side of things? Well, I thought offensively, just because of the system, and I, you know, I think that the, uh, the the brain power they have on offense, I felt like the offense was going to be okay, but I figured their defense would be atrocious. What I found interesting last night, and they said this, uh, the broadcaster said it last night, they felt like USC was playing a more basic defense because of so many opt-outs and transfers that uh, they had a lot of young guys in there but they so they just played basic and said go go you know go get the ball and their defense played a lot better and and so they were speculating maybe they were getting a little too uh, technical uh, for the defenders during the season and they were thinking too much and always out of position but uh, their defense played much better last night and offensively uh, they keep uh, they keep clicking and there was chatter on Twitter about Caleb Williams. Maybe he was part of the problem because he's free-willing so much and not sticking to the game plan. If he would just look for his receivers instead of running around doing all this crazy stuff, maybe USC would have been a little bit better. Well, didn't they have like a top offense still? It was just their defense allowed so many points. Yeah, I mean, they still put up big numbers. I mean, Caleb Williams for most of the year was ahead of his pace, I think, for the previous year. So... They were fine offensively, per usual, but yeah, the defense was so bad. And Louisville, I don't think of as a really good offensive team, but when you look at the numbers, they're pretty good. Oh, they, they run 30 the ball. points a game. So USC did a good job, you know, defensively yesterday. But it is, it does show you how good Lincoln Riley is as a coach at getting guys ready. Mm. And I, that's again why I go back to I would have liked to have seen Florida State get a shot because again, I don't think Tate Roadmaker leaves it there in the playoff, and I would have liked to have seen Michael Norvell have a few weeks to work with him. There's no telling what they could have done to get him ready. I was about to say, Lincoln Riley's system, there is no doubt that it's just easy to produce at quarterback mm-hmm. there. And then his uh, offensive coordinator, his assistant. Uh, Forgot his name. Uh, for Arizona Cardinals head coach. Kingsbury? Kingsbury. Saw him on the, the sideline last night. And you say, you're thinking about those two guys. Well, the, what, their they offensive him? mind? What'd I you didn't say? know they hired Kingsbury. I missed that. I think he's been there all year, right? I was I unaware he was. This year. I thought he was... I'll look it up. It was a guy that you looked like right. him. Maybe it was. But <laughs> I thought that was Kingsbury on the sideline. I'm like, God, that's some serious no, brain right. power. He's he's just an analyst, though, and quarterback's coach, it says. He's not the OC okay. or... Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's having one of I those moments. Was, well, I didn't know he was on staff. I, I never... Because we talked about him as a potential, if something happened with Arkansas, or maybe if you went out and got an OC... I think his next job will be a head coaching position, but I mean that was a guy that came up. I don't remember him. I don't remember discussing him as a guy that was working this year. So anyway, um, certainly he's he's very uh, you know the the proofs in the pudding. I mean he's done a great job with quarterbacks over the years. Oh my he gosh! With, yeah, I mean Keenan Manziel, Mahomes. I mean Kyler Murray. I mean he's worked with all, so many guys and uh, done a good job. So I would think he'd be a very very attractive if he wants to come back to college. Very attractive option, and probably there's some NFL teams would be interested in his services as well. Yeah. No, you think of the success those two guys have had with quarterbacks over the years? That's very impressive. And if you're a quarterback out there, you would think you'd want to play for them. But then you watch what Miller Moss did last night. You're like, huh? Do they need a quarterback? You know, am I, am I guaranteed a starting position? So it may take a quarterback who well, likes competition to go there. He had some time to get ready, and he's also a stud from a recruiting standpoint. I'm sure he's not mm-hmm. some bomb, but. I mean, he's been sitting on the bench behind Caleb Williams, which doesn't make him terrible. Reminds me of Matt Castle, right? I mean, you go back to the old days with USC. Castle never played and then gets drafted and has a, a decent career as a backup, largely, and then came in the year when uh, Brady went down and played fine. So, I don't know, maybe he's uh, Moss has a future after all. We'll see. Well, they said last uh, night he was a big-time recruit. You know, it's yeah. just he's been sitting I mean, on the bench USC, waiting on his time. Right. Yeah, it goes without saying. Yeah, I mean, you assume that. 
Um, I mean, same thing at A and M. I mean, I, the kid they brought in was obviously oh. highly touted and highly recruited. So, so I, I mean, uh, honestly, I just be clear. I put a little money on Oklahoma State last night. You know, I'm like, I like it. I like them anyway because of all the yeah. opt outs. What was it? Fifty five scholarship players for A and M. First play of the game, quarterback goes out. And I'm like, this is going to be easy money. Heck yeah, right. I was so impressed with A&M and the, the coaching staff, what they did. Mm-hmm. To have a chance late in the game, it's an eight-point game, to still be in that game with all the opt-outs, with the backup, backup, backup quarterback, I guess backup quarterback, four-string quarterback, that was that was pretty impressive what they did last night. It's a little easier to celebrate their performance when your team's still covered, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, today's games, SMU, Boston College, Rhett Lashley, and the Mustangs playing Boston College in a de facto home game for them with a start uh, about 15 minutes ago. So we're still 0-0. That's a score. It's not scoreless. Rutgers, Miami coming up at 115. These are all ESPN games. NC State, Kansas State, which I think is a potentially intriguing mm-hmm. game today. I do like a low-scoring defensive battle there. It's like a 47-point line. I thought there were 43, something like that. I thought it was too high. Um, but I do like K-State to win that game. I Again, it's hard to, to figure it all out without going through all the detail on the Well, K-State the doesn't have their quarterback. Okay. He, uh, he's, Does that uh, He's already transferred. Yeah, I think so. Where did so. he end up? And he the was o- one of the top guys, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Will Klein? Is that right? Off the top of my head. That just popped in my mind. Um, Will Klein? Is he still there? No, I don't think. I think it's a different thing. I think okay. that's old. Uh, and their OC left, I think he's right? the quarterback that played Arkansas. In the, yeah. In the I don't know if his name was Will either, but his last name was definitely Klein. Klein. Yeah. He, uh, the OC left, went to A&M. Well, they hang their head on defense right? anyway, so I'm not terribly Kansas State it. does? Yeah. NC Will State? Howard. Will Howard. Okay. Um, that would be my concern with Kansas State. I, I like NC State. I think they've got a nice little team. Uh, I was looking at some of the opt-outs. Uh, this, I, I really had a hard time on this game. I mean, it, it is uh, – that, and I think that's why the spread's so close. I think this is probably the best game of the day. The K-State? Yeah. Uh, NC State? Yeah, I agree. Yep. Uh, Giddens was a 1,000-yard back for them, and Howard, 61%. Their backup didn't play much, but he was pretty efficient when he was in there. Uh, Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson. Avery. I don't know. And a true freshman, I believe, or a freshman. Okay. Right. Any relation? I don't know. That's is, it, is it Avery Jr.? How tall is he? 6'2". <laughs> oh, that's, it's not. No. He's from Wichita, Kansas. Too tall? Yep. Um, anyway, so we'll see. But, I, yeah, I like, uh, I like K-State to hold this one down defensively and – Make it uh, make it pretty interesting, quarterback or not. So we'll see. But I agree with you. I think that's the best game of the day. And then, did we hit them all? Is that it? Is that no. I mean, you got Rutgers, Miami, the Pinstripe Bowl playing up in uh, oh. New York in a minute. I mentioned that one. You did. Arizona, Oklahoma is the one we did. Yeah, mention. that's the late game tonight. Alamo Bowl, Which, Arizona, San Antonio. Yeah. You know, look at it. It's like the USC Louisville game. Like before the season, you would have never, ever, ever, ever believed that Louisville would be favored over USC in a bowl game, and you would have never believed that Arizona, which was completely off the radar before the season, would be favored over Oklahoma in a bowl game. And I like Arizona in this game. I think uh, they are yeah, favored, course. but all the opt-outs at Oklahoma, they have a backup quarterback. Arizona's quarterback was that freshman that just got better and better throughout the season. I think Arizona comes into this game with a five-game winning streak, maybe six they're playing really well. I think this game means something to them, and that's key to me in the bowl games. Uh, they they uh, they have a a reason to to you know they 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 want to win this game. And I'm not sure about Oklahoma. Uh, they're going to be saying you know it's a a chance for all these guys to to start and to play a lot and get meaningful snaps and show what they can do. And that's why they want to win this game. But I think it's it's too much, too many uh, defections for Oklahoma tonight. Yeah, back to Kansas State. I don't know where they are in the rankings here. I know they're on the first 23. page. Twenty-three. What? The ranking? They're ranked number no, twenty. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Let me finish my thought. Oh, where they are ranked uh, scoring defense-wise. They're 30th oh, in the nation, giving up 21 points a game. So, yeah, they're very, very good defensively, and I think uh, I expect a low-scoring game back to that one. We also have an NFL game where, I guess, Cleveland wins and they punch their ticket to the postseason. Is that right? Uh... So I mean, you they're ten and five. Paying attention to Cleveland. Yeah, they're ten and yeah. five. I would assume that is the case. That is an absolute. It's not a. It's not a question. It's. A, I'm telling you, Cleveland wins. They oh, okay, their okay. The postseason. It is weird, Christian, because you had to flounder around. Because why? We haven't talked about Cleveland all freaking year. Mm-hmm. Joe Flacco's come in and done a solid job, and the Browns have been completely off the radar. So the Jets are left with trying to play spoiler tonight at six and nine. 
Nice. Against the Browns, who are trying to get their 11th win of the season. Um, what's our? We should ask a question today about Denzel, I think, your favorite Denzel movie, since we're going to okay. play clips from him all day. Should we give options or leave it open? I, I don't know. If you were going to do options, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, his Academy Award-winning performances are easy. I don't think Glory would do... I don't think Glory would be a top-three pick, though, if you no, looked at overall I don't movie, so as either. great as it is. Um, Training Day would definitely be on the list, I would think. You Remember the consider, Titans? Probably yeah, be in for there. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Then you're, you got to... Do you have a vote for number three? Is there a clear-cut three? He has so many movies. I know. It's it's hard to narrow it down. What was the one where he played the drunk pilot? Flight. I liked it. Cool. That was a good movie. That I wouldn't put it... in the top three, though. Yeah, I wouldn't no, put it in top three, but it's a good movie. But he's such a likable guy, you're, you're, you're torn, you know, because he's the pilot's such a I bad do, dude. Yeah, I do really you, like when my pilots do cocaine. <laughs> He was great in uh, he was great as Malcolm X. American Gangster is a movie. I, if it's on, I'll watch it anytime. Yeah, it's great. on. I love that movie. Philadelphia was a hard watch, but mm. it's again. I mean, Philadelphia Glory's kind of same thing. I mean, they're hard watches, but incredible performances across the board. I mean, you got a whole roster of Academy Award winners or nominees from over the years. He got game. I love great. Oh, yeah. He got games, good. Well, I'm looking through the list now. I'm just going to leave it open. There's so many Denzel movies. Yeah. I still think uh, I think you'll get more for. Did you guys watch the Equalizer series at all? Yeah. What was the one where he rescued the girl? The, the Man the on Fire. Kidnapping. Great movie. That that is a great flick, man. I got a few clips from that today. Okay, Pelican Brief. Yes. When that came out, was a great one. I like Fallen. I don't know if that's a popular one, but it's a good one. I never saw that. You should watch it. You know, the Taking of Pelham One Two Three. I never saw, but I stayed when I was in New Orleans recently. I stayed at the Pelham Hotel. Mm. And I told the front desk, I'm like, oh, Pelham 1, 2, 3. And he looked at me like I had two heads. And I'm like... <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a Denzel? remake of a 70s movie. No? Yeah, yeah, I like never, it. It's he good. never saw either one of them, clearly, because he didn't know what the hell I was talking about. I'm like, you work in the Pelham Hotel. Come on. <laughs> step your game up. There's a lot of movies he's done that I've never seen. So, yeah, if you went through and saw it. The Bone Collector was good. Yep. John Q was good. John Q's a, a good tough, one. That's a tough one, too, to watch. That's uh, intense. But, um, honestly, Chris... When you started playing that clip today, I was like, "Wow, we're starting out really heavy with Denzel clips." And I was, I wasn't sure if it was from Glory or or, or uh, Remember the Titans for a minute. And then I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this scene now." So uh, what, anyway, what's his best sports movie? Is that it? Is that the it's only one? Be remember the Titans. Well, he, was in well, he got game. He got games. The other one, Hurricane. Yeah, Hur- Hurricane's Boxer. not as much a sports movie, yeah. but it kind of is. It's more about a uh, wrongly accused and convicted story than it is a sports story. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, what about Crimson Tide? I love that. Dude, that's a great one. Anyway, uh, it's 10-23. we got some basketball today. we got some basketball to talk about from the weekend. Little Rock's opening conference play against Tennessee Tech on the road today. Should be a good game. And then UCA West, slight underdog at Oklahoma tonight. This is why I'm in uh, the Norman area. Yeah. And and uh, only about 30 points is all. So Yeah, I think it's it's gone up even more. Last night I looked and it was uh, 29 and a half. And I was like, man, that, that's a lot. And yeah. it's, uh, it's uh, I'm, I'm refreshing it right now. Um, it's gone up. And really? Yeah. It's, it was 30 plus. It's 31 now. No love. According to oaklawnsports.com. Yes, of course. That's my only app. 148.5 is the over-under, so maybe we'll see some some points scored tonight. 90 you know, they to have 60 played, is 150. That's about right. That's 30 they played, points. They played uh, UAPB and Arkansas. They beat UAPB 107.86. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this on the air. I mentioned it on this podcast this week. UAPB is the only team in the country that's gone over on every game this year. So if you're looking for a little... I won't call it a gimme because you know how these trends go, but I would I will bet money right now that if you bet you know a hundred bucks on UAPB to go over the rest of the season every game, you'll probably end up on the right side of that, don't you think? At what point do they start adjusting the odds makers? Is well, they just I mean they're not going to I don't think they're going to adjust enough because they just are so consistent. Now maybe if they go up against a great defensive team or a SWAC team that really slows it down and limits possessions, but. It's hard to do it in the shot clock era, and that's the one thing about Coach. I mean, he's going to get he wants his guys to get buckets. I mean, hell, they had two guys score what thirty yeah. against Missouri in the opener. So, and of course, Oklahoma, as we were talking about, beat Arkansas. You remember seventy nine seventy? But it's a really good team. They're coming off a loss to North Carolina, but they're awfully, awfully good. 
and uh, ranked in the top 15 in both polls. So The most impressive thing to me about Oklahoma watching them a couple times now is their defense. Uh, there are times that Arkansas could not get a shot off. There were times uh, Arkansas was just throwing up a shot at the shot clock. And this was consistent throughout the game. It wasn't like just spurts where Oklahoma would, you know, settle in and try to play great defense. They did this throughout the game. It that's to me this got to be the key for UCA. We got to be able to run an offense to where we can get a shot, a good shot. Right. Well, I saw Arkansas do that against Lipscomb part of the night too. So um, that may be as much about them. I think they found something though. Maybe you, you bust out for fifty-five in the second half. And I, I can't wait to talk to Devo about what Coach Musselman said at halftime. But I'm going to guess, Wes, there were some ugly words uttered. Uh, somebody, it, it came out during the uh, after the game that it wasn't what the coaches said. It was a player's. A lot of players stepped up and were talking about what they needed to do, and it was on them. Uh, so I think that is a good question. What was said at halftime and by who? Yeah, we got Devo coming up at the uh, bottom of the hour, thanks to our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. Next hour, it'll be Quinn Grovey. Brought to you by Bell and Swore. We got the Red White Report, thanks to Big O Tires. And Barrett Salee will join us from CBSSports.com in the final hour today. Chris Allian from Rock and Roll Sushi. And uh, you guys are going to get a plate full, which is always nice. Good way to start the new year off. And we will be getting a review of the latest, well, I don't know if it's the latest one, but a recent Nicolas Cage release. Which now, one? Still in the morning, guys. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Let's be real. I mean, this dude is pouring them out right now. I mean, he's more prolific than Adam Sandler, and that's saying something. But the dude's still paying off tax bills from, I think, previous years. So you gotta. And frankly, he spit out a couple of pretty decent movies of late. So we'll see what Chris thinks about the latest offering. As we take our time out here at 1027, and we appreciate you tuning in, 661-1037, you can join us. You can hit us up on our Southern Structural Solutions text line at the same number. And, of course, the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery down in Hot Springs presenting our live fan feedback through our Listen Live button. If you want to join us that way... Love to hear from you, and uh, love to hear from Devo on the other side. Speaking of Guatney, uh, they obviously have been a top dealer for a long time, going back to the 50s. And if you're looking for a great experience, whether it is new car, used car, or how about the service department? We probably don't talk about them enough, and they have hours on the weekend as well. In fact, my son got hit and run. He comes out to his car, and somebody smashed in his front left quarter panel. So I took it out to Guatney, and they are working on it as we speak. Maybe not right this second, but they're going to be fixing it up for him. So he'll get back up and running and appreciate their service department, their parts department. They do a great job all the way around. We usually are talking about sales, and certainly there are deals happening there too. If you just want to take your car out there and get rid of it, that's an option too. And they won't make you pay for your new car for four months, folks. Get the car now. Pay for it four months from now. you got to pay off some Christmas bills. A lot of us do. That is a great way to get a jump start on it, and they're still offering thousands off Silverado. They've got great selection of new and pre-owns. What else do you want? Go out and see our favorite dealer. It's Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. It's on the Gregory Street exit. We'll be back with Devo on the other side. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Aug update during Out of Bounds. Get one of the lowest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum card online at trueservice.net. This is Sports Center. Four games yesterday across college football in bowl season. First, it was Virginia Tech 41, Tulane 20. In the Military Bowl, Virginia Tech gets their seventh win of the season. Then West Virginia takes down North Carolina 30-10. to In the Dukes-Mayo Bowl, they pick up win number nine on the season. Mike Gunny and Oklahoma State have ten wins after a 31-23 victory over Texas A&M in the Texas Bowl. And USC surprises Louisville with a 42-28 win in the Holiday Bowl. They get win number eight. On the docket today, four games. It's SMU and Boston College in the Fenway Bowl. Rutgers and Miami meet in the Pinstripe Bowl. NC State and K-State in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. And then finally, number 14, Arizona, and number 12, Oklahoma, in the Alamo Bowl. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elia's, and now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elia's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. 
You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses. And you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Don't miss the Arkansas Democrat Gazette Wedding Show Sunday, January 14th at the State House Convention Center in Little Rock. VIP tickets are now available and include bride t-shirt, tote bag, swag, custom labels, reserved seating, and early entrance into the show. A limited amount of these special tickets are on sale now at ArkansasBridalCommunity.com. Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ram, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer. And I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off 23 brand-new Ram Heavy Duties. Never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have ton buyers? We've got 24 model Ram 1500s at $15,000 off. Make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs or check us out online at RedRiverRam.com. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. You're listening to The Zone with Justin Acre and Wes Moore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. Who the Got games already on TV. Now's the time to download that Oakland Sports app. They made it easier than ever to put money in and better yet, take money out. Everybody likes to win and get that money in your bank account as soon as possible. Great games today. SMU Boston College already underway. You got Rutgers in Miami coming on this afternoon. Rutgers a small favorite. NC State, Kansas State. Kansas State's a three-point favorite on the Oakland Sports app. And then tonight we finish it up. Arizona, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's the underdog, one-point underdog. So four good games today on the Oakland Sports app. Don't forget, live racing is back at Oakland this weekend. It is a four-day race weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Great weekend at Oakland. Go see the restaurants, the casino, 24-7 smoke-free casino. Good food, good times. It's all down in Hot Springs at Oakland. The Zone is joined by Razorback guard and fan favorite Debo Davis. Davis. Oh. Davis going right yes. to the rack. Pretty finish with his left hand. Debo grew up in Jacksonville, so it only makes sense that he's brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney Chevrolet is the gold standard for car shopping experience. And Debo Davis sets the gold standard for basketball play. It's Davis for the lead. No! Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to see all the great deals. Now, let's hit the hardwood with Devo Davis. Let's do, let's do, let's do that right now with Devo on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Devo, welcome. Hope you had a great Christmas. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about you guys? How you guys doing? We are good. We survived Christmas and we're ready for some more basketball. This is kind of the lull, you know, sports-wise. We've got a few bowl games. We've got a few NFL games this weekend. But basketball-wise, you guys, this is typical NCAA break time. We watched some some uh, NBA hoops last night. But um, what would you do over the break? Um, I went home, um, visited the family for a little bit, and came right back down to Fayetteville because uh, we had practice. And so um, not too much, but was able to spend some time with my family. What was the best thing you got for Christmas? Um, I don't ask so much. So uh, I say just some of the clothes I have. Um, I got from my parents. I think that's about it. I mean, I don't really ask for too much. I don't need anything. House food, filled with every, uh, too much stuff already. I love that. Look at you. That's awesome. One more thing I love <laughs> about you. Uh, who's the most fashion-forward Razorback teammate of yours? Fashion-forward besides me. Yeah, besides you, obviously. Okay, uh, I like a few of the guys' uh, fashion. I mean, you got guys uh, that have different types of styles because they're from different places. So, I mean, you got, like, sure. Caleb Battle. 
Caleb Battle, he can dress really well. Um, you have um, Makai. You also have guys like um, T Mark that uh, can also dress as well. So you got different guys that can dress uh, different types of styles, variations. Yeah. Well, none of those guys are listening. So whose whose style is broke? Who do who do we need to work on? <laughs> um, I don't think nobody has bad taste. Um, okay. Too bad of a taste on the team, so I'm not gonna put nobody out like that. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, let, let's talk hoops, and I'm glad things worked out against Abilene Christian. You guys exploded for 55 in the second half after uh, going down at the half, and of course they hit that you know long shot at the at the buzzer, and I was just watching. I'm thinking. What is happening right now? I'm sure you guys were thinking that as well. So, obviously, there was a huge turnaround from the first 20 minutes to the second 20 minutes. What happened in the locker room between halves? Yeah, we just went in the locker room. We knew that was not best half at all. Probably one of the worst halves we ever played together. And so, just going in the locker room, uh, coaching us in the same way. We just need to talk to each other and know that we have to go out there and win the game and find a way to win and I think, uh, like you said, 55 points in the second half uh, really, uh, was really big for us. Uh, I think that was huge. And then also us being a little bit more active on the defensive end, um, having a missed shot, and those games, being able to get out and, and push the ball up the floor and be able to run a little bit more in the second half. Yeah, Devon, in the first half there was a lot of passing. You guys were sharing the ball. But there seemed to be a, a hesitancy to shoot the ball or drive to the basket. It was like everybody was waiting on somebody else to do something. In the second half, it was, I mean, it was just go. Hey, go, 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 attack, attack, and get to the basket. What caused the change, you know, from the first half to seem, it seemed like a team was hesitant to the second half, so aggressive? What happened? Yeah, I think, I think just knowing, like, the team coming in, they came in with confidence, and of course, we 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 always prepared, and be, and we're always ready to play. I think um, we just wasn't ready, and, and it's on us as a team to always come out and, and be prepared and ready to play. And so, just us being able to, like you said, being hesitant with shots and things like that, um, that was kind of making us uncomfortable, which was something it's kind of weird because. We knew that they didn't have a lot of shot blockers and things in that aspect. And so um, in the second half, we just knew we had to be more aggressive. And I think we were able to do that. And if if we could do that in the first half, oh, my gosh, it would have been crazy. <laughs> Diva, what's the last week been like? I know you guys had to be back for Christmas. Take me through starting at Christmas, what you all did that night and or that day for practice, and then what the rest of the week's been like. Yeah, um, we've been doing two days, like I've been, like I said. So, and two days really been helping us. Um, one defensive practice, one offensive practice, which we um, could get everything in, and we can also learn a little bit better as a team. So, I think doing that helped us. Um, and we've been doing it this week as well. And um, we got practice coming up soon today, and so hopefully we're able to um, go in there and like we've been doing these last few weeks with the two days going there and. and get something done, uh, get 1% better for sure. When, when I think two-a-days, I think, like, worn out. Like, he is grinding you, you guys. <laughs> are they intense? Or is it hard? Do you feel, you know, worn out? Oh, uh, yeah. Full full intensity. Uh, we um, going at it with the GAs. They, they, they're great assistants. We're um, going against those guys. Those guys played basketball in college before. Um, majority of them, so um, yeah, we're going there full fledged um, plan, and uh, I think that's what this team needs. I think that's what we all need, so we are prepared for the game, so we can make it more game like to help us in in the future when it's time to be able to put those shoes on in the game and be able to play. Talking to Devo Davis on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by our friends over at Guatney Chevrolet. You're playing a UNC Wilmington team this weekend, Devo, that has won four in a row, and that winning streak started in Lexington, Kentucky, knocking off the Wildcats 80-73, and I'm sure that's not been lost on you guys. This is not going to be an easy out, too, as you guys are starting to wrap up your non-con season. What can you tell us about Wilmington, and how uh, how much have you guys watched that tape against Kentucky? Yeah, um, you know, that's, that's a really good team we've got to play. So, um, I think we're, um, more prepared for this game in the game this year. So, um, going in there, I think it'll be fine. Um, I think the team 
is going to come out with a lot of energy, um, and we we will as well. So we're not really worried. Did y'all celebrate Christmas as a team? We did. We had a Christmas party. It was fun. It was uh, really fun. Uh, we had um, catered food. The food was really good, and we enjoyed it. We had matching like sweater hoodies um, to go along with the Christmas theme. So I think it was amazing. Hmm. So, um, as far as this game, what, what do you uh, what do you guys need to do to take advantage of them? One of the big things in the Abilene game was the turnovers. You mentioned that they made you guys uncomfortable. Uh, what, mm-hmm. what kind of pressure do you expect from them? Oh, um, you know, uh, kind of an older team, and so we just know that they got experience. But we also know that uh, we need to crash the offensive boards, uh, like like you just said, turn down on the turnovers. And, I think we'll be fine um, and just play our game. Make sure everyone's comfortable on our end and make sure we're playing super, super hard on defense. Devo, it's it's a weird schedule right now. You played a week ago, and then so it's nine days off before your next game. Then you don't play another game until, I guess, SEC opener the following Saturday. So that's, what is that, like, like three games in, in a span of four weeks? It's it's insane. What's that like for you guys? Yeah, it's kind of hard. Um, but like like I said, like going into practice, we want to try to make it game like as as much as possible. Just going against um, when we do go against each other, or we go against the GA, we want to try to make game like more game like as possible. Just so that we are prepared, like I said, for the game. Because I mean, um, not having games and, and doing all these all working practices is kind of putting a toll on your body as a player. So you know, you want to try to. Also take care of the body, but also make things game like at practice. You're about to embark on a professional career, Devo, not too far down the road. Is this kind of a good training opportunity for that, or sort of a mindset, I guess, because all you have to worry about is basketball right now? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is going to help so much. Um, just for me individually, you know, me being um, one of the guys um out there that won't get tired when he plays the entire game if he has if I have to play if I have to play the entire game and things like that. So um I like to get better at, at places where other people struggle in so that I can have a upper hand in that category. Devo have you in your mind adjusted your role on this team? The last couple of games you haven't taken as many shots and it's you're more of a facilitator and obviously a, a defensive guy and it's it's almost seemed to me that you've let your teammates take over offensively. Is that something you've done um, mentally in your mind? Or is it just working out that way? Oh, man. Um, me, I'm learning every single day with this team, you know, and, and it's a good learning because it's something that I can put a song along uh, on my, in my notes and say, okay, I can get better at this because this is a whole different squad from all my other squads and stuff. Just knowing that I can really be able to Okay. Um, I can just change my my dynamics of the game in all in, in all types of ways, and I think whatever the team needs me to do, I get the, I can get the job done. And so, um, if I need to take a lot of shots, I will. But um, paying me more aggressive, um, that will be a thing now, just because I mean, with me being aggressive and then also doing what I do on the defensive end, I think that'll help the team out in a lot of ways. Devo, good luck this week, man. Appreciate the time, and uh, have a happy new year, and we'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, that's Devo Davis, brought to you by our friends out at Guani. Yes, Wes? I said, see you, Devo. Oh, sorry. Is that JW on line one? Uh, Yeah. Okay. It looks like IW from my perspective. I don't know if I'm looking at that wrong. You got your readers? What's up, man? (laughs) No, I should. What's up, guys? Y'all have a good Christmas? Yeah. It survived. How are you? You ready? Good. Man, I, Wes, i got to kind of disagree with you about something. All right. Tell me ball games. If, if you love football, yes, the games are great. Here's my problem with it, okay? And it kind of goes with the transport portal in my uh, second question. Like the Tulane game, you can't bet on any of these games hmm. because none <laughs> of the real players, like Pratt, is not even playing. You get a totally different team. The only, only games I really care about is the playoffs, and I didn't. I wanted to watch the Jordan Florida State. You got so many people opting out. It's a total different team. Nobody's interested in that. Jesse Harrison hasn't been practicing too. Huh? Harrison hasn't been practicing what? with Ohio State. 
Well, why would he play? Why, yeah. Why, yeah, why is... I would. Well, I I would they've not announced him out. They have not okay. said he's not playing yet. So. I read a uh, story that um, Ohio State is supposed to announce how many guys are opting out of this game because they're getting ready for the draft. They haven't done that yet. I jumped on Missouri, and I would I would suggest that right now before the line is adjusted. I think Missouri's going to win the game anyway, and then when all these uh, Ohio State announcements come out, I think the line's going to adjust significantly. So I jumped on it already. I, I disagree, JW. But if hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If Missouri wins, you know what Ohio State's going to say? Yeah. Oh, we didn't have our players. Yeah. So is it? I mean, is it really? And and here's the thing with the with the transfer portal is that has it changed the whole game of even when we get recruits or even a commitment? Commitment. We need to stop using that word in football. There is no more commitment. These players that are coming here that want to be here. Every year it's a roster turnover. So you don't even know who's going to stay anymore. It's hard to get excited about, great, we got this linebacker coming in, five stars from Georgia. Well, where's he going to be at next year? After next year. It is hard to get the same spirit of football that you used to have about having your guy come back and playing, playing in a bowl game. That is missing. And it's turned in, you know, I like what Rick said yesterday. It's going to get to a point where football is going to do away with college. And, and they're going to have their own league, and they're just going to use the school imaging. Did you hear any of that that, that, that was uh, written about in the sports magazine? No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, where they're talking talking about uh, making them like a little semi-pro that, that only used the, the stadium to rent out the stadium. I mean, there, there's a lot to this, what's going on. And it's all because of money. Money ruins everything. Yeah, money will definitely. And I'm going to hang up with this. <laughs> and I'm going to hang up with this. That has Gus Malzahn got his Cam uh, Newton 2.0 with KJ going there, and I'll hang up. Is KJ what? going there? Is he going to UCF? I haven't heard, heard that. that. I hadn't either. I, also, I I've accepted the fact that this is college football today, and I I'm fine with it. It is what it is. I'm not going to quit watching college football. And JW, if you can't adjust with the times, I'd just say go to the NFL and start watching the NFL. But college football is not going to change. This is what it is now. You're going to have opt outs. You're going to have transfers. The NIL is a big part of it until they decide how to rein it in, and and that's that's going to take a lot of of compromise from different leagues and 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 different levels to try to figure out how they're going to do this. But for now, well, this is what it is. It's getting easier because you're having you, you pared down by one league, right? So you don't have the the. I mean, you can call it the Pac-12 still, but it's not. So I mean, it's getting it will get a little bit easier. So that's the thing. Where's it going to go? Is it going to mm-hmm. go the direction that he's talking about, where it's basically you know a professional league mm-hmm. or a semi-pro league, or is it going to go the other way where you rein it back in a little bit? To your point, I think I think they will be able to at least get some regulations because again, it's worse than the NFL right now as far as the professional sort of uh, comparison because there is no control over the amount of money that can go to an individual or a school that, that can dole out. So, I mean, it's a complete mess, and it's worse than what you got in the NFL, where at least you've got a salary cap to work with. And you have contracts in the NFL. That right. could be a three- or four-year deal. In college, it's a one-year contract. But we're always going to lament the fact that we're never going to have it back like it used to be. You know, it's never going to be in its purest form the way it was, and it was never pure anyway, but it was purer, or at least the appearance was that it was pure mm-hmm. amateur sports. It's just not going to be ever be the case again, unfortunately. If you want that, you've got to go to the lower levels where there isn't the NIL money, like FCS Division Two or NAIA or whatever. So, I mean, pick a school and go that route, and I don't know that those schools will ever command that kind of money, so at least you can celebrate that for the foreseeable future. If that's really important to you and you want to see guys go to a school for a few years and not have significant numbers of transfers, that's what it's going to take because the big schools, it's over for them. I will say, I used to be much more interested in bowl season. I can say right now, I haven't watched a bowl game. I just don't care. I, to me, I will watch my alma mater and I would I would have watched Arkansas State yeah. if I was available. And yeah. just the schools that I'm interested in. You're right. I'm mm-hmm. not watching random games generally now either. And that but used to not be the case. I used to watch BYU versus UTEP. I just don't care anymore. Those, those bowls are meaningless now. But I'll still watch high-profile games. I'll watch Iowa-Tennessee. I'm going to watch Missouri-Ohio State. I'm going to watch Florida State just to see what kind of performance they put on. Did you see the announcement this morning? Their players are saying that they should be considered co-national champions if they win. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think too many people are going to look at it like that, but they can certainly beat their chest about that if that's what they want to do. But I, I do think there are still some compelling games, and the games that you're, the teams you're interested in or the teams you follow, 
you'll still watch. But you're right, I don't have as much random interest. But honestly, like, I don't know a lot about, I don't know anything about, I couldn't name one player in SMU or Boston College. I'm watching it because I like football, and I don't care who's out there because I didn't know who was out there before the opt-outs. Well, now, SMU hard. had ze- almost zero opt-outs. They had a couple of guys that are transferring, but they didn't yeah. get any significant playing time. They're into the but ACC, right? Yes. Yes. This will be a future they, opponent. They're joining. Yes. Right. But I, again, I'm just—it's not a team that anybody follows around here. And if you—if you want to tell me you know players on their team, then I'm going to call you a liar. Sorry, <laughs> you don't follow them. No, it's just football, and it didn't matter before, and it doesn't matter now. It's going to make it hard to gamble, and that's all I can say. Quickly, Gary, what's up? Hey, a little more on that line. I have the UCA basketball I was going to talk about too. But don't y'all think this, think this 12-team playoff will help a whole lot? Well, that's eight more teams that players probably won't opt out because they're going to yeah. be looking for a national championship. It should. Yep. Agreed. I would think so. I didn't think about that till yesterday. I said, I need to call in. and Have y'all talked about that? We no, haven't, no. but it makes sense. I think that's right. help a whole bunch. More meaningful okay. games. Because I'm like, saying, right. the, Bulls, the Bulls are just not much fun to watch when their best players are not even playing anymore. It's not like it used to be. So I think that'll help. Yeah, but the majority and of these teams, like I just I'm said, you don't know the majority of these guys on the majority of these teams anyway, so it doesn't make any difference to most people. But when you watch and you see a quarterback that is like, man, this guy stinks. How did they win 10 games? It's like, oh, he's the backup. I don't know. Most of the backups I've seen have <laughs> thrown for 300 yards, so <laughs> I don't know if that matters. <laughs> I'm sure, uh, Justin, you're excited about calling a blowout loss tonight, right? <laughs> um, yeah, Oklahoma's so going down. <laughs> I mean, you don't oh, know what's okay, going to happen. Okay. That's true. Do I think anyway, they'll have a better chance to make Cameron, it interesting with Missouri? Sure, I'll give you that. Why is Cameron Hunter not playing? They made such a big deal about him coming back, and what's going on? Is he hurt or something? Yes, he's hurt or something. He had a Jones fracture, and he's still working his way back from that. Do you think he will be back before the end of the year? Uh, he's getting really close physically, so yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that will help because... Uh, I think we need to go on and move on from this coach. 36 and 85 is just very bad. <laughs> That's my, oh, I, my I opinion. I think the program's – yeah, well, I appreciate the call. Thanks, Gary. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, certainly the, res, the results, I can see where you're coming from, but I would say the program is if you watch the games, which I don't know that you are, uh, is trending in the right direction, and they have gotten significantly better over the last couple of seasons where they're far more competitive. And if Cam was playing this year – I think they would have probably won three more games, and they would have a shot to make things real interesting in their league. But that's, you know, just one man's opinion. It's hard when your best player is not on the floor. Yeah, for anybody. Where it's clear cut too. I mean, who can you tell me? I mean, maybe Tremont Mark's their best scorer right now, but um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of teams where it's not so clear cut, but it's pretty clear cut with them for sure. So it is a tough deal. Uh, I, I'm impressed actually the way they've hung in there. Honestly, it's 10:53. We got to hit a break. Sorry, I'm not trying to get out of this conversation, but we are behind. Back in a sec. Wrap it up the hour. It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUVs not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Great news. Stocking stuffers at Bell & Sword in Conway. Ah, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Are you shopping for Christmas gifts? Bell & Sword has everything for men. Athleisure from Bory, PJ and hoodies from Saks, Cologne, Basque, Epop. Clothing, Peter Millar and Johnny L. Quality, Martin Dingman. Leather goods and shoes. Expert staff with free gift wrapping. Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street on Facebook and Instagram. 
This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. You're back in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. To get into the show, call or text 661-1037. Now, let's see what Justin and Wes have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. The ones that hate me the most what I have uh, be careful out there. It's New Year's Eve coming up soon, just a couple of days away. People are going to be out, and they're going to be, uh, you know, they call it amateur night for a reason. There's people who don't really do that kind of thing, and they uh, let it get away from them. So be smart. Make plans to get home safely. Designate a driver or call for Uber, Lyft. And you could say, oh, I don't want to spend, guess what? You know what's a lot more expensive than paying for an Uber? Paying for a lawyer to get you out of a DUI or going through that process, not to mention jail and you know having to put a a uh a device in your car where you have to blow into it before you start your vehicle so start your 24 off the right way do it safe and smart and make plans to uh get where you need to be on new year's eve safely especially for those of you who don't uh make a habit of going out and ubering on a regular basis ubers are kind of fun you know you might meet somebody new maybe make a new friend it's not a bad thing anyway be out there be safe and uh, buckle up too over the holidays my friends all right, next hour, Quinn Grovey, Red White Report. Um, we're going to play a bunch of clips from Denzel Washington movies because it's his birthday today, and we should celebrate that. And Barrett Salee will join us. See what his thoughts are about this. Which way is it going to go, guys? More towards the pros or reeled back in where they can get a handle on what they're dealing mm. with now? It's hard to get the, they say it's hard to get the toothpaste back in the tube, right? Yeah. Basically well, what they're trying to do. Yeah, they want to do something about it, and so i got to think they're going to try, but... I just haven't seen any uh, good solution. Hey, I've got a, a good on the Southern Structural Solutions text on a ton of people writing in about Denzel Washington movies. Courage yep. Under Fire. Great good movie one. from the 501. Book of Eli. Meg Ryan. I like Book of Eli. Say that one more time. Courage Under Fire. Meg Ryan. Uh, I think so. Okay. Safe House. A lot of Crimson Tides. Another book of ALI, Ricochet. That one hasn't been mentioned. Did you say book of ALI? E-L-I. Yeah, book Eli. of B-Y. Yeah. I kind of misspoke. Man on Fire, Book of Eli. Man, um, a lot of Book of Eli. Yeah, man. there is. And Logan from Cersei says Book of Eli. So, yeah, right now I'd it. say that's the uh, that's the one that's getting the most votes. Book he's a blind Eli. dude in the future, but he's he's not Jamie Foxx. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand